This is News Talk. Obviously, the Texas massacre, as it's been described in the papers, dominates a lot of the front pages. The Irish Daily Mirror this morning, you're going to die. And the Irish Daily Star, you are going to die. Both papers carrying photographs of some of the victims. um, And those were the words that the teenage mass killer who slaughtered 21 at a Texas school locked them in a classroom and told them you are going to die. There's lots of coverage, as you would imagine, in the papers this morning uh, of the rampage that Salvador Ramos, aged 18, went on after shooting his grandmother in the face. Lots of analysis pieces, of course, too, about gun laws and gun control in the US. Uh, and, of course, there'll be a lot more on News Talk Breakfast this morning from Texas as well. The Irish Daily Mail goes with the headline TD's Day at the Races courtesy of Bookies they say it's an exclusive here that several government TDs and senators were given VIP treatment at an event hosted by the gambling industry in a hospitality tent at the Punchestown Racecourse and the paper says that this comes as the Oireachtas is preparing to regulate gambling for the first time after more than a decade of promising to do so amid a major pushback from the industry and the Mail says that the Punchestown event has not been logged so far on the lobbying register. TDs and senators were treated to a two-course meal and free bar at the Punchestown races on the 28th of April. The Irish Examiner front page, TD fears for votes over passport fixing powers cap. Uh, backbench and opposition TDs have little or no individual power but one great perk they did have was fast-tracked access to passports for their constituents, so writes Daniel McConnell in a comment piece on the front of the examiner. So amid major delays in passport applications news that they would only be able to query 15 applications a week was met with considerable anger from TD TD's government and opposition. And we have heard the TD say that the office phones are so busy with people ringing saying things like, I have a holiday in a couple of weeks and I still don't have my passport. Uh, Minister Simon Coveney has now upping the cap from 15 queries that TDs can make a week to 20 in a bid to calm the storm. And as we heard in the news there, they now want a minister for passports, or certainly one senator does. The other main story in the front of the Irish Examiner, letting agents in Munster are advertising rental properties online for just an hour and that's because of the overwhelming response from desperate house hunters. One property offered for rent in Cork City yesterday €2,750 a month, if you don't mind, for this property. And it had attracted close to 1,000 views by yesterday evening. And within the first hour of a property being advertised for rent in Limerick, up to 100 inquiries were received with letting offices unable to handle the deluge. The market, the rental market, just so hot at the moment. Tony Wallace from Rooney Auctioneers in Limerick City says we have to take down properties after the first hour because we literally cannot handle the volume of inquiries. Just a mad situation. Staying with rent, our top story this morning on the news, it's also on the front of the Irish Independent. Thousands of people are on rental support uh, even when their incomes rise. Huge discrepancies in rent supports nationwide are leaving some low-paid tenants <coughs> excuse me, without any assistance, while tens of thousands of higher-paid workers get financial help. Major, major inconsistencies are being 
laid bare by the ESRI today, showing the haves and the have-nots of the country's rent support schemes. And the news we've heard is that half of households, at least, if not more than half of households, that rent their home get state support to cover the cost. So that'll show just how severe the rental crisis has become. And then we also have landlords saying they're trying to get out of the market too, so no one seems to be benefiting. Everyone is struggling when it comes to renting. The Irish Times front page, Stud Farm Coolmore and horse trainer Aidan O'Brien are suing an animal feed supplier over a banned substance in contaminated feed that forced its horses out of a prestigious race meeting. Aidan O'Brien, his son and eight companies linked to Coolmore Ballydoyle, uh, one of the world's most successful horse breeding and racing enterprises, issued High Court proceedings yesterday so you can read more about that on the front of the Irish Times Inside the Irish Independent I know a lot of uh, Leaving Cert students obviously getting ready for their exams they begin on the 8th of June and we do have this question mark over when they're going to get their results the latest news in the Irish Independent is that the Leaving Cert students may not get a date for their results until after the exams start so obviously some would be a bit nervous about sitting their exams but they might want to know or like to know when they'll get their results but we're told this morning you could go in sit your first couple of leave insert exams before you find out when you get your results now the Indo does say that there is hope the results will return to an August release date but the announcement of the date could be some weeks away the reasons for the uncertainty around the date of the leaving cert results are twofold there's a second sitting of the exams in July and a guarantee that results overall will be no lower than 2021 so all of that means that the could be a delay in the Leaving Cert results being released. The <clears throat> answer is we actually don't know when the date will be and the students don't know until after the 8th of June. So that's one more thing for them to think about. Um, Charlie Weston writes in the Irish Independent, one in four consumers said they won't be able to go on holidays this year because of the cost of living crisis. Uh, this is according to a KBC Bank survey. Now some people had already factored in the higher cost of airfares and hotels and expected to have spent more, according to Austin Hughes from KBC Bank. So this suggests that, that many saw a holiday break as an important priority in their household budget. And that's amazing. Some people would think the holiday is a luxury and others would say, well, it's a necessary part of the year. We need the break. We need to go away. <clears throat> there has been a slight increase in the number of consumers, though, who say they can't afford to go on holiday. This was a survey carried out by KBC in May. 23% of people will not be able to afford a holiday. That's up from 19% a year ago. All, of course, due to the cost of living. Now, in the Telegraph this morning, if you hate hoovering, hate cleaning up after the kids, well, those days could be over because Dyson is developing a household robot that can tidy away toys and find crisps down the back of the sofa. Uh, All those crumbs down the sofa are so annoying. Dyson robots could be completing everyday chores by 2030. Uh, The company's in the midst of its biggest engineering recruitment drive taking on 2,000 people and the latest is this robot technology there that will clean up after you as you go along. Uh, I got one of those robot hoovers yesterday not yesterday, a couple of weeks ago uh, life changing. I don't know why anyone bothers hoovering anymore because it's just so easy press start and it cleans all your floors for you but this is the future never mind the hoovering, it'll be going down the back of the couch. Now what happens though if 
find some money because regularly you'll find hopefully a few bob down the back of the couch. I don't know, will it just suck up all that money and keep it for itself? Final story from the Times of London. I mean, you talk about a cost of living crisis. Uh, that's for some people. For others, they've plenty of money and one would imagine they might be fans of Stella McCartney's designs and we're told that she's launched a new handbag It'll cost you £2,000 sterling and it's made from mushrooms. Her luxury brand is known for its strong sustainability credentials, uh, but they've been working with a Californian startup and the handbag is their first commercially viable product made from fungus. So for two grand, you get a fungus handbag. It's a new material for high fashion <clears throat> and uh, when expertly treated, apparently this fungus becomes supple and soft and can be processed into a thickness similar to animal leather there. It's an awful lot of of money, but the product has taken five years and more than 5,000 attempts to perfect and get right. They're going to start with 100 bags and uh, they'll obviously be an investment piece, but there you go. Maybe in the future some uh, clothing items and fashion items that are slightly more affordable will be made from fungus too. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk. 